Look at Shay. Swag City. So did you get did you get some for us or is it gonna be our Christmas present or what's up with that? Uh listen, I told you guys I was ordering this shirt. You guys had the opportunity and you didn't do it. I want you to test it, make sure it's good and you know, give it a good review, and then if it's good, we'll get on board. You didn't good. necessarily order or offer to order one for us either. <laughs> looks looks good, doesn't it? I yeah. can't. Well, stand up. Let me see the whole full view. Can you do yeah, that? Get it. Oh, Swag City. I would, and uh, it's sponsored by, you know, uh, that brings us to our next thing where we're sponsored by Sticker Mule. So I'd like to thank you, Sticker Mule, for, for the shirt. I don't think we are sponsored by Sticker Mule. Did that not come through yet? The paperwork? No. Mm. Did they just send you a free shirt and that was the sponsorship? No, I, no, I paid for this one, but oh. it, uh, <laughs> it's supposed to get reimbursed or something, right? Um, I thought they were, I just figured once they saw the shirt, they would just call us and like. That's right. You know, yeah, any day now, we'll get a call from that, stickermule.com. That didn't happen. And we'll that be able to say, happen. use the code MercadoVision for 10% mm. off. Yeah. But hey, we're back, hey, you guys. We are up? back. We're working on some new intro stuff. So I guess we won't be doing our own intro for a whole lot longer. But while we still are, whose turn is it? It's pretty exciting yeah, we, though, because we're we're gonna sound like like a fish, super official. A fish is that a word? A fish. A fish. Kind of fish. A fish. I know. As soon as I said it, I was like, "Does that just sound like a fish?" Oh, that's so a fish. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded weird. Okay, o fish. Official. Never mind. Official. We're gonna be official. Shall. Yeah, I don't think you can shorten that one. Okay, whatever. Am I okay to do this now? Yep. Go for it. Okay. Welcome to Mercado Vision. We're a family of fan kids get to nerd out on our favorite movies and television. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Mercado Vision. Next Mercados. time, maybe have some excitement when you say that. Yeah. I keep right. having, uh, I, I've, I've had multiple people in the last week or so, you know, reach out to me or, or say something that they've listened to the podcast, yada, yada, yada. Like, it's, it's pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Like the oh. People that weren't like your mom or your wife? No, there's no there's no way she's listening does she know. even know you're doing a podcast do you like look at she's you like wore that shirt she's like what's that she <laughs> said that that's cute what's got your name in it <laughs> <laughs> now what kind um, of feedback did you get what what do they say are they like hey this is awesome or you guys need to need some help or they you, you know so a couple of them are from larger families and they like the banter that we have uh which is you know kind of just random family banter so that's good um you know people say that too long but you know whatever it is what it is no, oh, I, I knew that was coming Shut i knew up. that was coming whatever supports your mini vision uh point of view shay's gonna go off and start his own podcast called just exclusively mini vision <laughs> mercado mini visions shay's minis just with him <laughs> yeah mini visions with shay yeah do it right. see if that's you get work. famous without us what does happen though is that I, you know, I'll listen to our podcast once it's out just to for fun and to see how I like it. And I do realize, like, man, I should have said that there. It would have been more funny if I said this. And like, I think of things that were funny that I should have said at the time. You know, yep. I'm like, story of my life. Yeah, like, man, I feel why, like that's the story of everyone's life. Why can't I be more spontaneous and come up with this funny joke that I just thought of right now as I'm listening to the podcast? Like, maybe it's just not that funny. Maybe I'm you're not. just not that funny. I never said I was funny. 
We all know I'm the funny one. Funny looking. Hey. So, any Marvel news? Let's go ahead and get ball rolling. All right. Guess Shay wants to get it going. What's on I the mean, Marvel agenda? Sirs? What's on? I mean, is there any Marvel news besides the main Marvel news that we've been expecting for uh, a long time? Yes, there was some. Um, the main Marvel news we're going to talk about is the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. But did you guys take any notice of the little announcements from Disney Plus Day recently? Yeah, that was very cool. They had the announcements of all the shows coming up. Um, they they had some all the logos of the shows, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and even had some uh, video, some preview of, of a couple of the shows. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. I'm a little underwhelmed with what they announced. It was nothing. There was nothing like there were no shocking announcements. I would say like nothing that we didn't already know was going to happen, um, and we didn't really get that much teaser trailer ish wise. So I thought it was a little underwhelming. Like everything that they released was like, yeah, I know that's coming. Or, oh, well, I mean, yeah, they, we, we knew cool. they were all coming, but also that you know they got the logos, they got. We had a couple of previews though that were pretty cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. we she saw one more. It was a she saw, yeah. preview, she which was fe- featuring Moon, my daughter. Moon Knight, a little bit of that, and Miss Marvel. Miss <laughs> Marvel. I just yeah. thought we could have got we could have got Moon a little more. Moon Knight. Moon Knight yeah. could be really interesting. I'm very much looking forward to that. Oscar Isaac is a god among men. I love that man. Um, I even watched two and a half hours of Dune this weekend just because Oscar Isaac is in that film. Um, I regret it. I regret it. My decision because it's such no a good. long movie. But Dune is a you, yeah. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was an enigma. We'll put it that way. Nothing happened and everything happened. Um, but Oscar yeah, Isaac's in it, done. so that's all that matters. I think, I think Oscar Isaac's a guy that sold his soul to the Hollywood Devil because he's in like every big movie or franchise that comes out. You know what I mean? He's like, he's in Star Wars. He's in Marvel. He, he was in X-Men. There's like everything kind of big. He's in Dune. Like everything that's big that comes out these days, like Oscar Isaac, put him in there. Or he's he got just, an agent that just crushes. Are you just a little bit jealous, friend? Is that what it is? Maybe. Maybe <laughs> I am. You wanted to be in Star Wars and Marvel and you're not, you're not in either. Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> You're like, save some for the rest of us, Oscar. Fair, is it? Oscar, you shouldn't be able to be in like everything, like The Rock, just like in every big movie you're in it. It's not fair. He is a phenomenal actor and he's also gorgeous looking. It was funny because in Dune, he um, said that he wanted to be a pilot when he grew up. And I was like, hey, you were one in Star Wars. Hey. You know what's funny is when I first saw him, I actually thought he was the guy from. Um, what's the TV show with Zoe Deschanel? Oh my gosh, New really? Girl? Yeah, New Girl. You thought he was um, Nick Miller? I was like, hey, that's the guy from uh, New Girl, but he's got some like prosthetic stuff in or something. He's got makeup on, or <laughs> yeah. he looks nothing like him. I guess he's got like scruff like him, but well, imagine if it, imagine if it was him and they put like a you know prosthetic chin type thing on him, and you know, like they do for a lot of movies. I love Nick Miller, so I think that that's a compliment to both of them. <laughs> that's how, that, how does that work? But I'm excited for him to be um, to have his own show. I think that'll be fun. Um, yeah. I don't know much about Moon Knight, um, so I'm excited to watch it and learn more about another cool superhero. What's not to love? 
Yeah. And those and, announcements were just about Disney Plus, you know, shows. Yeah. There was no like movie announcement stuff. It was just right. about what's coming to Disney Plus. And, uh, you know, we got another. Did we get a new trailer for um, Hawkeye? Hawkeye, or is it kind of the same one that was already out? But it, just it was, was a new one. It was a, it was, it was a little more like, detailed. It right? was actually like a little bit of a sneak peek. Like they did yeah. a scene, like a small little scene, and then they added some trailer stuff after that. But yeah, that's looking dope. How do we right? feel about She Hulk? I don't know. We got to see it. I mean, we saw so little of it, but like, what do you mean? Like, are we not excited, excited for it? about it? Um, I know that the actress is, and now her name is escaping me. Um, she was in Orphan Black, the show Orphan Black. And mm-hmm. she's won a bunch of like Emmys or Golden Globes. I know she's a skilled actress, but I don't know how, I don't know. It's a weird concept. I don't know. Why? why? I, like whole, I don't know why. I don't know why. You don't like the idea of a She-Hulk. The Hulk can only be a man. The, the, what, the, the, what you say there is very sexist. Well, I hate women, so that explains that. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there that you're, you know, it's, it shouldn't be. It should be all, uh, all genders should be okay to be the Hulk and it's interesting just, and be well done. It's just kind of weird to me when comic books like just copy and paste the model of the hero but with like a female version so you know what i'm saying wow i, th- I think you're just you're or a male it. version <laughs> like either way I, just, I don't know we'll see i guess I think i'm it'll be... with that hey. opinion i didn't say i'm not looking forward to it i just said i don't know how i feel about it well, and i don't know, if know how you feel a woman because we haven't really seen much from it yet that's mark ruffalo in it he's good come on i think that i think the whole yeah. has the Hulk has a a um, capability of being cheesy more than most superheroes do. Um, so I'm always, maybe I'm always a little, and with how bad the whole first Hulk movie is, I'm always a little nervous with Hulk stuff. I think I think now stuff. that has worn off, to be honest. Yeah, but it is. I think, a, I think, I think he's I think a big before, green dude. It has before the capability. when you have Lou Ferrigno, and then the first movie, like it, you know, it, it could be very. Jeez, but I think now what they've done with him and done and the depth they've kind of created with him, I think, is yeah. I'm kind of over the Professor Hulk, where he's like half Banner, half Hulk. He's just kind of a big green normal guy. Yeah, I mean not normal, but he's like himself, but just in the Hulk form. I kind of want to want to go back to like he's either a raging beast monster or he's just Doctor Banner. Like none of this in between stuff. You don't want to be able to control your rage. You want to just have no. I, no, no. Interesting. No, I don't want that. I don't know. I don't know why. Why I feel the way I feel. I just have a, a, a apprehension towards Hulk centric things. And it, they did also announce uh, Echo, another Marvel series coming to Disney Plus, which I mm-hmm. knew nothing about before seeing that. I looked up a little bit of stuff, but it's a character kind of in the Daredevil Kingpin universe. So yeah, maybe we'll get some Daredevil coming down the pipeline too. Yeah, I hope so. That'd be cool. That that series was was cut off way too soon, by the way. Mm-hmm. I love that show. But we have we have Hawkeye coming out next week. Yeah. Wow, uh, that's so crazy. Which is Happy cool Thanksgiving. To, really, to really kick off the the Christmas spirit because it's kind of based around you know Christmas. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Without much programming coming out, we're gonna have to do like mid season recaps or something. We're not gonna have enough time to do all the episodes just- again. Too much content and too little Which is time. not a pro- bad problem to have. Thank you, Marvel, for all the gifts you have given hey, us hey. this holiday season. We are grateful. It's almost like it's a good us. time to do a podcast on Marvel because there's just so much Marvel stuff. It's true. So I think we have, we have good timing. 
I don't think anyone else has ever had that idea either. So no, and we're we ahead of the Sp- curve. And we did Spider-Man three last week. That's right. And it was great. Yep. It was podcast gold. That was Speaking- a really funny episode. <laughs> yeah. We should do more bad movies. Uh, <laughs> it's hard though. Cause most Marvel movies aren't bad. They're pretty good. But, you know, we'll find a way to be a Howard so why, the Duck why, here why, and there. Why don't we get to the, ooh, by the way, I don't know if you know, but mom got me a Howard the Duck t-shirt for my birthday. I did know oh, that she was getting you that. I thought she was getting that for Christmas. She got it for your birthday, huh? Yeah. Can you Is it dope? I didn't see it. It's dope. I was going to wear it tonight, but I wanted to, you know, show everybody that we got new merch coming out soon. Yeah. Uh, we're going to post it to Twitter, Instagram, our website, everything, all of you above soon. So. Is that a we small don't have a website, or so. medium? Or is it I'm working, a, I'm a medium? That. Is it a medium, small, medium? Medium. medium? I think I got a medium. Well, the big, big news <laughs> was not as big as the first trailer, but we got the next trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. Man, I kind of was disappointed, you guys. I mean, for obvious reasons. You guys know I wanted to see Andrew and Toby in there, and they just... You did. They weren't. You I did. thought they were going to be in it. I was really you let did, down. And it's almost did. like they knew that. <laughs> you, Bren, please tell me you aren't this naive. Yeah, come on, man. How many how many times did you watch the trailer? Just once? Just this one? Just yeah. Two or three times? Why? Because there's so many different well, no, there's actually one main part of this trailer that mm-hmm. uh just screams that it's going to happen and it's not even all right, do tell. That's that yeah. what you got. Well, you it's got? it's very clear what's what's happening in that scene. Yeah, I mean, listen, let, why don't we you know let's get to that kind of towards the end here let's just go over the trailer and and see what what, what we yeah. thought what we think about it i mean what were your initial i was even telling you guys or... like hey there's like a live event happening in sherman oaks there's going to be a they're selling tickets it's not tickets but you could come go, to this you event didn't i didn't go but why rude guess who was there tom holland shows up you knew he was going to be oh, what are you surprises doing? the crowd and i was hoping that all three of them were going to be there but well, you they're know. not going to do that they're not there's a few so the trailer first, drops let's first off let's go there's you know we've seen in this trailer that we have five of the six sinister sticks are basically are confirmed all all confirmed right uh, lizard sandman uh electro dr. electro Octopus. dr ock and uh, goblin mm-hmm. and you saw all of them no, in the trailer Brent. that's not enough all, for you they're all in the trailer so yeah. yeah, the one question is who is number six? Obviously, there's going to be a six. They're, they're doing the sinister sticks. It's Venom. Is it Venom? Is it Hobgoblin? Uh, no, that's not gonna be Hobgoblin. God, I hope not. Um, I will no. walk out of that theater. James Franco pops out of that hole. I'm like, see ya. You know how loud I, I would stand. You know how loud I would stand up and cheer. Stand up, and standing, standing ovation. Um, he I comes out say, and says, "So good." I would say <laughs> that it would be uh, Mysterio with Jake Gyllenhaal, but he's already coming in as as Peter, so he can't do that. That'd be weird. And because uh, half of the women, you'd lose half of the women with the Taylor Swift drama right now. With Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal was in oh. the movie. Oh yeah, maybe the thing is, he's not a hot commodity at the moment. They're smart because maybe they dropped the Taylor thing to build up mm. the buzz about Jake. You, you know, it's all connected. It's all connected. It's all entertainment. It's all connected. Uh, so oh, you're who, saying there's going to be there's one more villain they haven't showed because there has to be six. Is that what you you're think, saying to me? Do you think they're only going to absolutely have one more? No, there's going to be one more. Six. I mean, let's be. Come on. I think uh, honestly, Venom. I think, I think. Um, well, I was the first one to say on this show, like, hey, it might be Venom if there's six. 
I, I think it's possible. That. It is possible. I think unlikely but possible. They just have five. And this isn't the Sinister Six. I think they're going to, Sony's going to make their separate Sinister Six movie. With all these same five guys? No, different guys. Different guys. Why would they have five villains? Five super villains. I'm just saying it's possible. I don't think this is the well, Sony Sinister Six movie version. I think it's it's not, separate. but they could still have that movie, but it's going to be these people. Obviously. No, I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be. Aren't I think these guys the Sin- Sinister Six? I think it's going to be a different Sinister Six when the actual Sinister Six movie comes about. That's my fan say theory. Sinister yo. Six, one more time. Okay. Sinister Six. It's going to have. Go I'm going to go ahead and say you're wrong. Vulture. It's going to have Morbius. It's going to have uh, Venom and Crave the Hunter. It's all these Sony people they're putting together. I think that's that, a, all these a guys possibility. Make shit about Morbius. Isn't that the guy from The Matrix? <laughs> Mor- yes. That's Mor- Morpheus. Oh. Morpheus. Yes. I was like, that's a yeah, big Morbius. crossover. <laughs> Neo, Neo's going uh, dark and he's going to go, he's going to be a bad guy too. He's going to be insane. Let's just they say get, you're right. Did Let's Marvel just say get that the rights to the Matrix now? Neo's going to be in Bren Sinister Six, apparently. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on Keanu Reeves. Come on now. <laughs> Let's just say you're right. Um, you know, so you guys stop arguing with me. Um, so there's going to be six villains. So who's your, on the, on the record, who's your, who are you saying it's going to be? Then. Or did you, did you see? Did you freeze phrase freeze frame the trailer and you saw something in our reflection? No. Frame I mean, by frame, stop motion. I, I don't know if they're gonna do Venom. Why would they not. have teased that with for us if they're know. not gonna put him in the You're movie? Right. That doesn't make the, any it's sense. It's a big to me. tease. It's either we're gonna be Venom or it's going to be uh, Michael Keaton. Vulture. Vulture, maybe. Wait, when did they tease Venom? I, I don't know this. When did they tease Venom? What are you talking about? Oh, you don't know. So why are you trying to, why are you trying to spoil, spoil me? So there's uh-huh. that. Well, it's not a spoiler. It's from a movie that's been out already. Yeah, but I haven't it's not your it. fault. You well, it's not it our fault. It's not our and, fault. You just went and watched the end credit scene without watching the movie. That's cheating. Can't do that. Well, it's not technically cheating because it's open to the public. So I, I just don't think it's open to the public. Did you watch it? You watched that too, Shay? I watched it in the trailer, yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you watch the movie? Then no, I did not. You just oh. watched the after credit scene. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you can tell you Shay and I are more similar than Bryn and more impatient because we're like, let's just Google it. I just assume it's a, some connection to Tom Holland Spider Man in some shape or form. So yes. you guys are basically confirming that somehow. Well, well we, I don't think we're confirming. It. I feel like it's been confirmed for like a month or two. But yeah, I can, e- I can either I can either confirm nor deny. One dollar, Bob. I do not recall. Okay, so based on that, are you saying you're you're putting your money on Venom? Hmm? That's why Kai put her money on Venom. Yes. You don't know why I put my money on Venom. <laughs> Maybe because it's just well, Tom Hardy. Since I was the first one to, I actually... totally forgot Bryn didn't see that, and I didn't know Shay had seen it. So that was just a, a slip on my part. I I apologize. <laughs> I just feel like you have to earn that after credit scene. Like you have to watch the movie and then see it. You know, you're kind of cheating yourself if you just like skip to the after credit scenes or mid mid-credit scenes you know what i'm saying yeah if it was a movie i was gonna actually see but i'm never gonna see venom or i'm never gonna see let there be car- carnage so and i knew that there was an after credit scene that was applicable to upcoming marvel films and i'm not gonna watch that before the upcoming marvel film so i need to watch the after credit scene at least does that make sense it's just i'm doing my due diligence for this podcast and i think that you need to step your research game up to our okay. level. game up. All right. I'll just start watching after credit scenes without watching the movie. That's fine. 
or, or watch so, Let There Be Carnage, but you need to get on board. I will. <laughs> as soon as it's available to rent, I will rent it for three or four bucks and watch the whole thing. I think one of the other cool, one of the cool scenes of the, I mean, there are a lot of cool scenes. And we get, we get shots of all the, all the other Sinister Five mm-hmm. guys, like Electro, he's revamped five. from, from five. I don't think they have that in the comics. Oh, okay, it's not, sorry. Not a thing. No, that's actually Fantastic Michigan, that's Michigan five? basketball. Oh, yeah. Fantastic Four. No, it's Fantastic um, Four. It's yeah, right it's different. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Um, on alliteration. But uh, Jamie Foxx gets a, gets a makeover from the first one, from the you know Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is yep. cool. We see and Jamie. He's no longer blue. Um, no, mm-hmm. which I think is def- And he's got this, like, uh, when he gets electricity, he's got this little mask thing, it looks like, that kind of is very uh, comic book. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Accurate. Accurate. So I just sure. Said. Go ahead. Um, and then we get a look at you know kind of all like a goblin who doesn't look as uh, what were we call him last time? As Power Rangers. Power, no, as Power Rangers yeah, as he did in the, in the first first. He's go in his around, original costume, isn't he? But it look but it looks so mm. much better. I think it it's a little look- bit like I don't know. It's little, it's the same costume, but they kind of tweaked it a little bit. Made it look a little but bit it, more. But it looks like. A more of a rude goblin than the Power Ranger thing we got in the first one. You know, I'm okay with all of that as long as we don't get like that one from the Amazing Spider-Man Two where he looks like he's got like. I just I, I just watched that yesterday. That one. Yeah. That was that was unfortunate. I would rather the I'd rather the original Goblin costume for sure, and it's nostalgic at this point. Yeah. So we got you know we got to look at all these guys, which is nice. It's cool. And Willem um, Dafoe is speaking. Willem Dafoe mm-hmm. is speaking. Yeah, we all like um, Willem Dafoe. But I think the the cool one of the cool scenes is when uh, Doc Ock holds Peter up to you know against a pillar or whatever he does, and his mask goes down. And what does he say? You're not. not, It's not me. I'm not. I'm not him. I'm Mrs. Iglesias. I don't think. I don't think that's. I I I gotta watch it again if I want. I don't think that's what he said though, but okay, I'll, I'll well, I thought maybe maybe it was a bridesmaid's reference, but yeah. um, I but clearly he says, he's showing his face because he wants to prove that he is not the Peter Parker that Doc Ock thinks he is. I would assume, right? I don't know why he's showing his face, but I don't think that's the reason why he's doing. Maybe it. I mean I don't think he knows that. Maybe he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Maybe he does. Who knows? But uh, Doc Ock obviously figures out that this is not the Peter Parker that he knows, which. I feel is obviously foreshadowing to you know the other guys coming in the movie eventually, but I thought that was really cool because that shows that he's from a different dimension, doesn't know Tom Holland or the mm-hmm. Spider-Man. You know, it's it's interesting. I think I think Doc Ock is going to be more of an anti-hero or a anti-villain, not necessarily a hero, but I don't think he's going to be. Uh, I think he might be assisting. Peter yeah, you kind of got that, movie. which is interesting. Because at the yeah. end of the trailer, when Spider-Man's like jumping towards all those villains at the same time, you don't see Doc Ock in there. So you mm-hmm. saw that sign. You saw that scene, right? Right. Yeah, I watched the trailer. Yeah. How closely did you look? Why? Why do you ask? <laughs> so are you saying that they were they edited out the other Spider-Man? Is that what you're getting at? That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, I saw that uh, hypothesized on. Uh, I don't think Instagram. there's any hypothesis. I don't think it's lizard a literally gets hit by an imaginary person. It's a fact. Oh. No, he doesn't. That was fake. yes, he does. That was fake. I watched it again. You don't see that actually happen. I think. Um, I think they were. I, but okay, Marvel has been known to edit out people in their trailers before. It's not the first time that they would have done this. They did it in the Endgame trailer, I believe, or Infinity War. One of them. They 
edited out a main character that would have given away a big plot point in the trailer. So this is not unheard of for Marvel marketing, and it's a possibility that they did it this time. They 100% did it. I mean, if you actually look <laughs> at, the, there's three villains all in different levels of the screen, correct? Mm-hmm. And Tom Holland is jumping at Sandman, who's in the middle. Right. But the other two villains are going right above him and below him. Right they're below not, him. They're not going to Tom Holland. You're not wrong. Is, Obvious that they're not fighting him. Preach. Keep going. It's a fact. You're saying it's just it's just overtly obvious that the other two Spider-Men are in it and they edited them out of that that shot in the trailer. They're yes. telling me that, you, that you're putting down. I yes. rest my case. That is one of the uh, more obvious things in the trailer. The second one that I heard um, from my TikTok research, because I know you guys love hearing about it, is that. Um, when MJ falls in the trailer, it is obviously a nod to um, Gwen Stacy falling to her death yeah. in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. No spoilers yeah. if you haven't seen that yet, but if you haven't, it's been like 20 years. She dies. Um, she dies. The theory is that the hand reaching for her at the end is not Tom Holland Spider-Man, but actually Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and he will be the one to save her. Because he couldn't save Gwen Stacy. I hope you guys are right. I really I do. Didn't hear that. I didn't hear that, but that's I gotta watch the trailer now. No, I, I saw that as well. Yeah, and that I the hand that is actually theory. a different costume than uh, which I don't know if I didn't look that close. I don't know if I hundred percent believe the, that theory, but I like it'd be cool if it was true. Yeah. It would be annoying because because here's the thing, it would be annoying if that same thing happened again, right? If the same thing happened and and then MJ dies exactly like it would just be a repeated trope of a Spider-Man movie that's already happened so it would be an interesting take to relive the situation but Andrew Garfield's like able to save her this time if you will yeah that would be cool if that that one's obviously not as obvious as the other one if that happened definitely not that's more of a reach I'm bored with that so are you guys 110% still convinced that both of those guys are going to be in the movie absolutely $1. Absolutely. $1, $1. I will bet you. What do you want to bet? Well, I think so too. But every time, every now and again, like this little doubt creeps in my mind. I see Andrew Garfield just deny it on whatever show he's promoting his movie. He's an on. actor. He's like, no, I'm not in it. Which if you think about it, like, yeah, he's, he's not in it. It's Peter Parker and Spider-Man. So Andrew Garfield's not in that movie. I mean, it's not like a. If biography. Marvel paid you ten million to not admit you're in something, I think you'd probably say you weren't in it too. Just saying. All right, probably. <laughs> probably like, one, nope, one million. That was million. that wasn't me. Ten I bucks. Feel like it, I feel like they could pay you twenty bucks and you wouldn't say you're in a movie. <laughs> no, I'm not in this one. Wasn't me. Wait, so you guys weren't the slightest bit disappointed you didn't get to see them in the trailer? It's just me. Just me. No, I didn't I was, think I was. I didn't I think just, we were going to. I was disappointed, but I really didn't think I was, they were going to do that. They're no. not going to do that. They're not going to give us everything we want. That's their ace up their sleeve. They're not going to just give that. That's, you know, you don't. What's the saying? You don't give away the cow and you can have the milk free or buy the cow or whatever that is. Like it's not that. a surprise if everybody already knows it, right? So, but it's how it's ma- okay, but think about think be. about some truly magical scenes in Marvel movies in the past, like the scene with um in the end game where everyone comes back in Dr. Strange's little globes and how excited the crowd was, right? You hoped that these heroes were coming back. You assumed that they were coming back, but 
the seeing it in the movie on film for the first time, that's a magic moment. They want to recreate moments like that for sure. Yeah. All right. Yep. All right. I'll I'll pick up what you're putting down. And you guys they don't show it. And you guys think they won't show them at all at all any trailers until the movie. I hope they don't. I don't think they will. And you're the person that doesn't even like to watch more than one trailer. So I mean what do we got? You don't like it when they give way way too much movie. So you should be on board. What's our what? What's our ETA? To the movie, it's a month away. December seventeenth. So yeah, T minus wow. one month. A month, than, month so and a less, less than. But Five yes, um, cool trailer. Yeah. Disappointed, but still cool trailer. And uh, Tom Holland kicks ass. And uh, yeah, coming down can't the wait. around the corner. It's gonna I be mean, awesome. I can't. I, I I really hope they don't mess this up. They're not. There's it's gonna so be great. much going yeah. on. There's I so know. many timelines going yeah. on. There's don't mess with Shay's Spider-Man. It's his favorite. It's his favorite one. You know, there's there's a lot going on, and there's a big, and there's a possibility that this could blow up in their face. And but what somebody said, this is like um, Spider-Man Endgame or something. Like it's like, yep, the Spider-Man. I mean, it's like you know, Captain America was Captain America, where they had kind of everybody join and. The Spider-Man of all Spider-Mans. But here's the thing, Shay, is that they already did basically a tester of this movie into the Spider-Verse. So it's not like it's not like it's an unheard of thing for them. It's like they almost tested the waters with that movie and now they're doing it in real life. So Yeah, but but they also didn't have a lot of villains come, which is No, but they had a pig (laughs) Spider-Man. What do you do? What if they have a pig Spider-Man? No. Oh my god. What? No spider pig. What? Is Spider Pigs in the next fruit trailer? I'm gonna Peter, lose my mind. Peter Porker make an appearance? Peter no. Porker. What if Peter Porker saves MJ and not Andrew Garfield and like it's like a little out. pig hand? Yeah, I will shit a purple Twinkie. Oh my god! Ew, uh, never heard that one before. I think, so. I think that's a that's a Tyler Elliott saying. Shout out to my boy Ty. Wow. Uh, never never say that again in this podcast. That's <laughs> please. Please always say it on the podcast. <laughs> and why would it be um, purple? I'd be brown or something like that. That's how magical it would be. Okay. <laughs> Can't explain it. <laughs> so guys, should we move on from this amazing Marvel? I mean, we yeah, got I mean, Spider-Man. Listen, we, got, we got a team minus a month till this comes out. Yeah. We're obviously all going to go see it in the theaters. Lots more Spider-Man talk. We got Spider-Man movies we're going to break down. So we'll see you wow. guys. I think I'm just going to wait and see it at home. I'm not that excited for it. Probably all right. Will there be that. a post-credit scene? Obviously. Of course. I mean, there wasn't an Endgame. This yeah, but that end, was the end, end of game. a phase this of Marvel. Spider-Man. This is a, the beginning of a phase of Marvel. They're going to hit at something else for sure. Anyways, yes. continue. So we're, we're excited, guys. And uh, we'll keep a watch on all Spider news coming down the pipeline. But today, we are digging into the latest MCU movie, and it's always a big deal when a movie comes out because these don't happen too often. And we all took a look at The Eternals. Dun, dun, dun. Is, it, is it The Eternals or just Eternals? No, it's just called Eternals. But all I, right. you know, it's just called yeah. Eternals. You know what? Drop, Eternals. Drop the the. Yeah. yeah just, just Facebook. Drop the the. <laughs> just Eternals. Uh, is it Eternals or Eternals? It, <laughs> That's another we already one. said it's et, et, Eternals. Et, Eternals. <laughs> Eternals. So let Who me break down this movie, a little bit of the uh, the crew and whatnot. Um, 
director, her name is Chloe Zhao. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. I always botch the pronunciations. Um, didn't know much about her, but apparently she just recently won Best Director as early as last year or this year um, for last year's film, Nomadland. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys watch the movie at all? Sure, nope. sure did it. I didn't either. But whenever you win Best is Picture... It, is that a Marvel movie? You're a big deal. Is that a Marvel movie? Nope. <laughs> nope. I didn't see it. Nope. Marvel movies last don't win Best Picture, Last year's bro. Oscars were weird. Like I don't think I even watched them because... like. No movies came out last year. It was like, yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird season for award shows for sure. Yeah, definitely not weird. as much to choose from. But hey, no asterisks. No man, that's not a bad movie. Yeah, no asterisks on that. I mean, that movie won Best Picture. She won Best Director, so she was the um, you know director of this movie. So you would think that it'd be an amazing film just based on that. And the interesting thing I saw was that a lot of promotions I saw, whether it's being talked about on Twitter, Facebook, wherever it's being promoted, they always refer to it as Chloe Zhao's Eternals. Did you guys? Oh, that's interesting. Catch that? No, I never yeah, noticed why? that. Yeah, I saw. I, I don't know, that. but you saw yeah, that too, right? That was, now that you say that, I, I remember seeing that. I, I have no idea why. Maybe because when you are when you've won Best Director, that kind of gives you that status. You can put your name in front of any movie. I don't know. Maybe maybe because it wasn't getting good reviews, so they're like, it's not our fault. It's Chloe Zhao's fault. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird. I mean, you don't see like, this is Steven Spielberg's Indiana Jones or something like that. You know, it's just... Yep. Anyway, she was the director. We have the composer as Ramin Dijwadi. Um, he's done good a lot in the past. I don't know if I got that right again. No. But most recently, right. I won't get into everything he's done as a composer, but you know, I like my... On music and films um you will know him most recently from game of thrones right you guys remember that intro music is that a board game is that a marvel is that a marvel thing no kind of wait 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 you you're not you're joking right you have seen game of thrones right she's never seen game of thrones wait seriously no joke you joke no joke is it a joke Oh gosh! Dumb, dumb. That's okay. I'm really, I'm really focused on uh, Friday Night Lights right now, so I don't have time for Game of Thrones. Hmm. That sounds terrible. You would, you would need a lot of time for it because it's a yes, lot of, you would <laughs> a lot of TV show. But uh, yeah, so that was the composer. So and he did the he did the theme song for it for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Damn, that was a good theme song. Good job. Yeah. So there's some background on that. And I don't know if we want to go through all the the actors, and we'll probably touch on them, but I'll, I'll mention a few of the main ones. We have, um, is it Gemma Chan, Kai? Am I saying that right? Gemma. Gemma. See, I'm just, why am I so Gemma? bad? Gemma? You think someone's name is Gemma? Gemma? I don't know. Like a gummy bear? What are you thinking? Well, Come it, on, it you got to Gemma a break. NMA, so. <laughs> so close. Continue. Gemma a break. Okay. Um, Gemma Chan, she plays. How do you spell Gemma? Gemma, Gemma, G A M M A. How do you spell Gemma? G E M M A. Saying I don't know. Say All right, cool. well, I'm not exactly a I'm not exactly a wordsmith, but just uh, you know. Take it up yes. with Gemma Chan then. <laughs> and I also have to mention Aaron. Always, she's like Aaron is like disappointed that she can't get past the fact that this. Gemma has already been in an MCU movie. She's like, how can people don't realize this? This isn't isn't right. She's already in the MCU as she a has character. Been? Yes, she was in Captain Marvel as one of the like uh, 
the alien people. What's their name? Uh, what are the race of the people in Captain Marvel? I'm going to say the Kree, but that's not right. There's the Kree and the which one? The one that uh, what's the name was? What's the race that? There's the Kree are the ones that are ones that are the shapeshifters, but that's the other race. Of yeah. People. Oh, that's who I thought you were talking about. The Kree. No, not the Kree. It was the Kree and the. She's mini. Scroll. 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 Wait, are scrolls the shapeshifters? Okay, she just corrected me. Aaron said this. So, you're right. The Kree is the race that um, Jude Law. Jude Law is on, and Captain Marvel is fighting on behalf of that race against the Krolls, who are the shapeshifters. Yeah. Scroll. Scrolls. Scroll. Scroll. Scroll Park. Bingo. Shout out. <laughs> Good lord, we're never gonna get through this list. I'm starting to sweat because I'm missing up all these pronunciations. <laughs> Scroll and creep. Go on. Anyways, Continue. She was yeah. So also I think, we have I, I think you can change though if you are in full makeup and now you're actually facial scene, so it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah not a big deal. No biggie. But now she's um, in the leading role. We also have Richard Madden playing Icarus. I want to talk about Richard Madden for a minute. He is a phenomenal actor. He was in a show called um Atlanta. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he is so good. In, well, that show is phenomenal. It's with um, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is good. It's with um, what's his name? Don Glover. Don Donald Glover mm. and Richard Madden. It's directed Richard Madden and directed and written by Donald Glover, I think. And he's also yeah, in um. Well, he's also in Game of Thrones. Hello, it's called Alance. Oh wait, no, I'm not thinking of Richard Madden. Fuck, dude, I messed this up. <laughs> That's why I was like, he's in that show, Atlanta. He's like, doesn't seem like he'd be in that movie, in that show. Okay, um, just continue. <laughs> okay, so we also have start Richard. That over. Go ahead, start that over. So we also have Richard Madden as Icarus. You all know Richard Madden from Game of Thrones. He's one of the Starks. Um, going in the list a little bit further, we have Angelina Jolie, huge actress, uh, as Thena. And I'll mention just a couple more. We have Selma Hayek as Ajak. And I know Kai is one of, favorite, one of Kai's favorite actors, Kumal Nanjani as Kingo. Kumail, Kumail Nanjani. Kumail. I have learned. Andrew sent me the proper pr- pronunciation of it because I've pictured it so many times. Yeah, he I like Kumail. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kumail Nanjani. I think I already messed it up. Shoot. Okay, continue. Yeah. So those are the main ones I'll mention. And we also Wait, have another... I- what? Uh, uh, go ahead. Hold on. Oh, back to back to Wait, Gemma. Who is, who is back the to one? Gemma. Back okay, to Gemma ahead. being in two different you know, Marvel movies. Yeah. Um. I mean, let's not forget She's... that uh, Wade Wade Wilson was in two different Marvel. Ryan Reynolds, two different Marvel movies as the same guy, two different times, two different whole characters. Yeah. Yes. We she, also talk two, about. Uh, yeah. True. That was weird. So it was Chris That's Evans weird. if you're going to go Fantastic Four and, and Marvel. Can we also talk about how Kit Harrington and Richard Madden are both in Game of Thrones? Yes. <laughs> They're yes. brothers in Game of Thrones. So that was a weird connection That's in this movie, too. A lot of Game of Thrones going on here. But, but who the was the per- actor you were thinking of that was in Atlanta, Kai? The person I was thinking of earlier is Brian Tyree Henry, and he's in Atlanta. Okay. It's all making more sense now. That would make um, more sense. How did you confuse that guy with Richard Madden? The- I don't want to talk about it. Um, I don't know why I thought Richard Madden was that dude. That's so weird. But he's a phenomenal actor. 
and he was in, he's been in a bunch of things and every time he's on the screen I just really like I just can't take my eyes off of him he's very in um intriguing and I loved him in Atlanta and I've loved him in this and I was excited to see him in this because he's in a lot of things so yeah. remember that name Brian Tyree Henry Byron, all right I'll write Byron, that one down rah, 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 rah. So there's other actors that we'll probably touch on a little bit, but um, those are some main ones. And I wrote down as some of the themes. Um, I think at its core, this is actually a love story between Cersei and Icarus. And I think another big theme here is diversity. And we'll get into that a little bit more too, in terms of uh, this movie. Hopefully mm-hmm. you guys agree on that. But mm-hmm. um, Kai, why don't you kind of break down the gist of what's going on Oh man! In the this movie, can you say like, all right, who are the Eternals? Where do they come from? How do they fit in the MCU? That's, what do you got? Um, what do you got for me? It's a, it's a, it's it's tricky because there was a lot happening in this film. But if we want to get really, um, you know, just simple with it, they are yeah, a keep it simple. They are a race created by the um, celestials. It, celestials. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're basically supposed to protect Earth from the variants. Deviants. <laughs> I literally turned. Don't they call those people in in Loki. Um, Loki deviants? And he's like, no, that's that's variants. They, so I was like, those words do sound <laughs> similar. So I'll give you a break. Like, I okay, I thought going it was gonna way. be weird that they had them both in the same name and they're totally different things. Okay, like variant, no deviants. Those variants Shit. keep those variants keep popping up, man. We can't get <laughs> so they're protecting the world from their deviants. Oh my Shit. goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which are essentially just like evil monster things <laughs> that want to destroy the world, I guess. Basically, um, that's all we know at the beginning of the movie is that they're. And I guess they're also there things. to kind of help civilization. They're not supposed to interfere with civilization unless it has to do with the variants, is what they Deviance. were told. Shit! <laughs> oh my gosh. And I couldn't, I couldn't let that slide again. There's not enough editing you're going to have to do for this podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving it in. Um, and, but I didn't understand that rule because they gave them tools, which is interfering, but. All right. Yeah. Um, so they anyways, are created by the Celestials. Are. And the Celestials are like these huge cosmic um, kind of godlike beings. They're like the size of like a planet, basically. And from what I understand, they helped create kind of like the cosmos and planets and the suns and all that stuff in the galaxy the universe. So they're very top-notch, top-notch Marvel characters. Um, they do look kind of weird. Uh, Aaron said they look like Legos, which I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, they kind of have a Lego face. Yeah, I can see oh, that. Yeah, like they make a good Lego. They the should whole, make the they should in. make celestial Legos. Mm-hmm. Genius idea. Yeah. We do see that the Eternals have been on Earth for quite some time. I think it flashes back a lot in the movie. I think as early as 5000 BC, where you see the Eternals fighting these deviants and interacting a little bit with mankind, helping them along the way. Um, what I like about the movie um, is that each Eternal is a little bit different in how they look, the powers they have. I don't really get how they got their powers. I guess the Celestial just give one each unique ability. Or the, how they all have different accents. Yeah. Yeah. Totally but they are, all, they are all 
they're all different. And then we kind of fast forward a little bit to present day and they've been gone for a while. And now they're kind of coming back onto the scene, the Eternals. Oh, yes. you got to love the, the Eternal with uh, the men in black power that just can make people like that stare into this thing and shoot and don't forget everything. Yeah. Yeah. Which you one know, that? one of, that was um, um, Druig. Druig. He's like the yeah. mind control guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, ah, you guys never saw this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in, in uh, it's hard. This movie is a little bit of a puzzle to me because obviously it didn't get great reviews. I still haven't looked at the Rotten Tomato rating, but I didn't dis- necessarily dislike any of it, but a no. lot of it, a lot of it was just like the first 20, 30 minutes of the film I thought was a little messy. Um, but I also enjoyed it. Like I, I never didn't enjoy myself throughout this film. It was, yeah. it was an enjoyable thing to watch, but there was a little bit of a, it was a little, I guess the, the only word I can think about is messy. Um, Cause there's a lot going on. Obviously you have a lot of different characters. Um, mm-hmm. It never felt long to me while I was watching the, uh, no. watching the movie. I think some of the complaints were like, Oh, it's too long, but like, I don't know. I was just enjoying it. it never felt like it was dragging on to me. And I think because there was, I think, a, t- a lot of attention given to um, the characters. And then part of the character, uh, the important ones that we want to talk about are um, Icarus and Cersei. I think the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie sets up their kind of love story. They're like an item. Mm-hmm. Even see, even see for the first time ever, I think, in an MCU movie, they have a, a sex scene. I guess oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even notice that yeah. that was like the first time that was in a, in a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah you've never seen that before. Was- they boned. Yeah, they you boned see them. Show. You know, didn't, didn't Wolverine bone? Well, we haven't seen Wolverine in a quote-unquote MCU movie. Keep on, it's keep up, Shay. Yeah. Um, what universe are you in? Come on. It was. Movie. So, if you get down to the core of it, which I think the goal of this director was, um, it was a very, it was a very character-driven film. Um, the plot is a little is a little messy, but the characters and the way that they were developed and the chemistry between almost anyone, all, everyone on the cast was phenomenal. Um, yeah, I it thought I thought the team as a whole was really really well executed, and they all interacted really well with each other. So that was always fun to watch, and it kind of distracted you from the other things that were wrong with the film. Um, I loved Cersei and Icarus's love story, but it, it did run kind of long. Like, I don't know if we needed all of that to build up to it. I also thought it was funny that Kit Harrington was like brought in and then he just was like never mentioned again till the end of the film, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of got screwed over. <laughs> you kind of you kind of had the feeling though since the beginning that he had the secret and he had something. You know, yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I that's mean, a big actor. He's a big just, actor. And throughout the movie, I'm like, are we gonna get to see more of Kit Harrington or is it just nothing because he's like a sad sap he wouldn't sign on just for like a five minute little role like that you know who you know who he was you know who he was like he was like um phil dumphy in um the hulk (laughs) he's just like the boyfriend that like wasn't there for (laughs) one scene and then that you just want to see more of and then you're like oh the hulk's here now we're not gonna (laughs) we're not gonna worry about the boyfriend anymore (laughs) that's exactly what that was um so basically they, you know, we have these flashbacks at one point in history. I forget what time it was, um, but they basically defeated all the deviants or they think they did. And they decided just, they weren't needed anymore. They kind of had a disagreement. They decided to just kind of go their separate ways. And so you don't mm-hmm. see the Eternals at all through the events. Well, they of were all brought the back to they, you know, they're supposed to be brought back if once their mission was complete. So the mission wasn't complete. The mission was to 
you know, be part of the earth and right because you know, to be there they, until they, they the very end. Going to happen very you know years later, yeah. but but they thought they that all the the deviants were gone. deviants were gone, right? Yeah, so there's also some discord amongst them. One of discord. them didn't believe that they shouldn't be involved if they're killing if the if society is destroying each other, they should be able to help. And so there was a lot of discord there. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they still don't know their main purpose of being under. Actually, one of them probably does, but they really don't know what the whole, uh, for lack of better terms, end game is of them being on Earth. Um, but they think the deviants are gone. And so you fast forward to present day and Cersei is now dating, you know, a different Stark. You're like, that Stark's no good. Let's go to the Stark. So she's dating <laughs> Kit Harrington, who's some character named Dane Whitman. And another deviant pops up. So that kind of is a catalyst for the, the last present you know, day. Two thirds of the film is the deviants are back. So now we got to gather the, the team again. Why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Assemble the team. Assemble. Um, you know, um, I was I was nervous about Angelina Jolie's participation in this film. I thought it would become like an Angelina Jolie fest. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised with because when they're finding when they're going to find everyone, it's kind of I mean, it, it's introduced at the beginning of the film that she kind of has almost like a memory lost um, or kind of like a uh like a mental issue, if you will. Um, yeah, she kind of has these. I guess, lapses or seizures where she doesn't remember who she is and she wants to kill everybody. Yeah, and I was afraid that they were just going to hand her this movie, I suppose. I was afraid it was going to become an Angelina Jolie film and she really kind of took a back seat to a lot of she the did. other actors. I was surprised. I thought there'd be yeah. a lot more of her in the film. Yeah, and I was um, pleasantly surprised by that. I mean, she's a great actress. She's beautiful. Every I time she want came... like her to overpower it, though. Yeah, but every time that girl comes on the screen, I look over and I'm like, how is she that pretty? <laughs> like, how know. old is she? She is flawless. Yeah. That woman, In her fifties maybe. I mean, come on, it's just not even fair yeah. when people even like Selma Hayek looks pretty good for her age too. Yeah, right? and also Gemma, I think, is one of the prettiest people I've ever seen. So this people, this movie, just full of beautiful people. Um, but so they come together, they're finding each other. I really enjoyed. Um, I also really, in terms of chemistry, I really enjoyed. Angelina Jolie and Fast. No, who was the who was Gilgamesh? Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. I, yeah. I really enjoyed their chemistry, which I didn't Wait, think I, I would. Smurfs. <laughs> it does that sound it's kind of Smurfish, right? What's that dude's name? Isn't it like Gilgamesh or Gilgamesh? Anyway, <laughs> Don Lee is that actor, and they had great chemistry, which is kind of funny because you don't. I don't necessarily know if they're like quote unquote together in this film. But their so, counterparts. He, yeah, he helps was, her. He agrees to like keep an eye on her, basically, so she doesn't go off and you know start killing people randomly. So they're kind of go off their own direction and they're off together. But his they live in the desert, so she can't. Yeah, do his much duty damage. was to keep an eye on her and protect her or protect people from her. They have a love for each other. It's not necessarily clear what love that love is, but yeah. I believed it. I was here for it. I loved both of them mm-hmm. in this movie, and then. We find, um, then they go to find. Uh, well, first they go to find um, Selma Hayek, Ajax, but they find out that she's dead. Dead. Ajax, yes. Yeah, yeah. So they, once I hate they, that they, name. That was that my de- least favorite name Ajax. of everyone. <laughs> the names are pretty cool. Uh, that one, not so cool. Icarus. Ajax. Yeah. Yeah. But she did. Uh, they, think, they say, like, oh, she got killed by a deviant. So now we're in trouble. We got to find the rest of the, the team. 
So they kind of they kind of progressed as they keep meeting up with one more uh, eternal at a time. And I think after Ajax, they go to find Kingo. Is right? Is he next on the list? Kingo. Uh, it's hard to yes. remember because he is next on this list. When and you I watch a movie in the theaters, you can't make, take notes. We're kind of going. No. Yeah. Quick memory. Um, here. But they go find Kingo. I, and I love Kingo. I would like to say that Kumail stole this movie. He He's ran off did. with this movie and. Did. I did not hate it. I loved every scene he was in. Uh, I didn't expect him to be featured as much as he was. Um, and he did an amazing job. Yeah. He's like a Bollywood actor in the movie that's been uh-huh. around for all this time and acquired all this wealth. And if you've noticed, that dude is ripped, man. I think he... Well, he got ripped for this. Movie. Yeah, he got ripped. He I wasn't ripped story. like that. He wasn't ripped like that on... Uh, Silicon Valley. Or or the other or the other one he was on. He was on this show I watched years ago, um, Franklin and Bash. It was like this, yeah, this not cheesy bad. attorney movie, uh, TV show on TNT with uh, Zach Morris and um, some other guy, and he was not that ripped at all. But he was good. What's he else? Yeah, what he, else is he on? He's had some movies. He was in Stuber. Was it called with? Um, Nobody cares about that one. Yeah, I thought I, I thought he was just known for Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. Oh my gosh! What I said, bro. I, I said that the. I said that at the very well, I haven't first seen Silicon Valley, y'all. Shay never listens That's to me. I so swear good. to God, that show is hilarious. It got a little repetitive towards the end, but um, yeah. So you kind of knew he was going to be the comic relief. Um, I knew that that was going to happen, but I did not expect him to steal the movie like he did. I mean, I wanted him to be in every scene. In fact, when he's, spoiler alert, not in the end fight scene, I was like, wait, where's Kumail? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so I was excited for him and I think that he's going to, he's going to be a stronghold in the Marvel universe moving forward. I hope we see more of him. You kind of felt better when he was like in the scene. Like, like, I don't know. You felt like you wanted him around. He was charming as yeah, hell. He that charm man. to him. He was a, he is soft spoken, but like he spoke intelligently, but he's ripped at the same time. So he's kind of masculine. He's ripped. <laughs> so yeah, Bryn, Bryn really likes his body apparently. Yeah. Well, it, it, it just reminds of... me of how I used to look. That's all. Oh, how you used to look. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it gives me that. It kind of gives me a reminder of like uh, Michael Pena in in Ant Man, where he kind of stole the show. I mean, yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Paul Rudd was amazing in that. It was awesome. But like, you kept you kept wanting more of Michael Pena in that in that movie because he was yeah. so funny and so good. Mm-hmm. With, with movies of like grandeur like this where you have so many things happening and so many characters you need that levity and you need that um comic relief or else it's just gonna fall flat so they did a great job with casting with him and including that that comic relief and as soon as as soon as everybody gets back together the movie really starts to come together more uh, more for me um i think that they like the chemistry between everyone was what kept this movie afloat as it did even though it didn't get really great reviews when the whole team's together you like the it. movie is the movie is great it right does. yeah and maybe the director has something to do with that i don't know maybe yeah. she is a good director in, in some respects she but there are problems movie. right there are problems like we're not really talking about the plot as much because i feel like the plot isn't really that important <laughs> <laughs> Let's touch briefly on kind of uh, each what well, each power that they have. Um, okay. So Cersei, Cersei, Cersei's kind of lame. She has a ability to like what change um, sentient beings or no non sentient beings into 
other things. So like yeah, water she, into like wine. Change, she can change matter, basically. Yeah, yeah. Not, but nothing not living. Human. Yeah, nothing. Okay. Yeah. Unless and you have, until and later. You have Icarus, who's like the the Superman version uh, in the MCU. He just he is super strong. Man. He shoots lasers out of his eyes. Which is funny because they made a joke about that, <laughs> which I yeah. thought was a good joke. They did make a joke about that. And even the director, she she said that um Zack Snyder's Superman is kind of was kind of the blueprint for Icarus. And they looked very they looked very similar. fucking very similar. Dead yeah, on. So very I mean, Superman like weird. Bit weird. Uh bit, bit weird. Tina, Angelina Jolie, she kind of has weapons <laughs> that she conjures up, swords. Why is Athena? Why is it not Athena? I think the the running bit is that they um inserted themselves in history so like icarus was become becomes part of like lore of that um that lore that you know icarus right. and so probably they thought of athena as a god and they probably changed her name to athena in the storytelling i mean yeah. it's probably something like that basically they were around before all this mythology came about so this mythology is based on them basically oh yeah it makes sense so yeah um ajak what was her power some high power i forget she got big boobs. <laughs> That's a power in itself. I <laughs> like that power. It's not a back power. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. I don't remember. She's got I a strong back. Her power. She got a strong back. I think I don't she remember. had the power. She did have the power to communicate with the celestials directly. I think. No, she had to have something else going on. But there was something I else. I really can't remember. It wasn't just. Wait, could she? she get, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I got it. She could heal. Yeah. Oh, okay. She could heal. You're right. Got it. Nailed the force, it. The force the power to heal. The deviant. Uh, the variant. Kingo, he shot kind of lasers out of his hands. That yeah, was kind of cool. Pew, 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 pew. He and did like laser a, guns with his hands. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. And there was make a ball sometimes and throw it. And There was Sprite, um, and she was played by a, like a teenager, like a younger woman. She wasn't fully... She did great. Yeah, uh, I don't know the actress, but her ability was to... She's kind of like Leah McHugh, like the Mystique, right? She could change into different people. Yeah, she can, and she like, make visions of people, like uh, Hollywood. Oh yeah, she can create visions and, and, and yeah, she can also and do that too. She was super burnt because she couldn't. She was permanently a little kid, which kind of does suck. Yeah, she got uh, compared to Tinker Bell, who was in love with Peter Pan. Yeah, so she was in love with Icarus, but she couldn't have him because she was not a full woman with the big boobs. So it wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> uh fastos or is it fastos 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 yes brian tyree henry he was the inventor right he kind of had the, yeah, like the engineer the machinist powers. yes um Macar, she was like the flash version she was just very fast yeah. oh yeah i forgot about her <laughs> and the cool thing about her is that she was um deaf she communicated yeah. in sign language uh-huh. right uh-huh. Was, there was a lot of diversity in this film yeah, that's one of my themes, yo. And oh. I didn't realize this realize this till after the movie, but she in real life, that's how she is. That's awesome. No, not super fast. She's she's deaf. <laughs> oh, she's not as fast as oh. that. Yeah. Oh so man. I don't know if a sign how, how they, language. How they do that. I don't know. You must have the, the actors must have learned sign language or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's pretty cool that they actually put her into the movie and a real deaf sign language person. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Druig, he was a the mind control guy and Gilgamesh, he just had the strength. He could punch really hard. Super yeah. strong dude. Super strong guy. 
like as the Hulk. That's yeah, like the eternal, he's like his, the eternal Hulk. Yeah, his fist turned into a big golden thing and he punched very hard. So there's a rundown of their powers. Um, um whose power would you guys want? Who would I want? You know, it's interesting because some of them are clearly more like healers and it's kind of like um at the the first fight scene they have like they kill all the deviants and then the cleanup crew kind of comes and they have like the healers and yeah. the, mind, and so i mean i've always been a superman fan and i like the ability to fly and yeah shoot stuff out of your eyes so icarus is my guy you know? yeah for sure 100 that's right i think i would do i think i would do um makari because then i could just get everywhere cool. i wouldn't have to wouldn't have to sit in traffic or anything just could get everywhere really fast i'm very impatient and it really would work out for me i liked i liked uh i said uh oh you already said icarus yeah but i but i like uh Faistos. Faistos? um the engineer yeah he, one of the fun my, one of my funny scenes there was when he was i don't know where they were and he created this like the like engine mm-hmm. like oh no that's too complex for him now and he's like all right how about this plow <laughs> you just plow the cool field. it can like, plow yeah, things <laughs> he's so disappointed because he has spent all this time making the engine yeah. and not doing... so he is instrumental in kind of helping mankind along with well that was their thing that's kind technology. of technology yeah. they're supposed to do is help them gain technology and learn and and evolve to the point where uh you know they're they'd be done right so the big twist of this film is essentially um uh what's her name cersei cersei so cersei finds out by being connected to the celestials after ajak dies that the celestials um or that the celestials created the immortals not to save mankind but to shit (laughs) (laughs) don't worry i'm here all night (laughs) um not to save mankind but to actually create a hospitable environment for a baby celestial, celestial. and basically the, like, basically the like birth the, of the celestial would actually end up destroying earth it's like um, they, they planted the seed of a celestial in this little pot yeah and the pot and was earth, earth. Pot. earth. and at some point yep. the that's that seed's gonna get too big and, and spread its wings and that little pot's just gonna break and be yeah done. do you remember do you remember when you did that in in school and you planted a little bean and then the bean grew into like a little sprout it was like that but with a with, a, with a, a planet God. yeah and everybody and dies when the celestial comes out and they, they also they also learned that they've been doing this for years <laughs> um that this is not their first job but the celestials have created the Eternals to do this over and over and over again for other plant planets all over the universe so that more universes and, and or so that more celestials could be created to create more universe, which in turn would create more life. So there is a, a theme of, um, you know, good and evil and what's actually good and what's actually evil. And they're kind of trying to figure out that line in the movie. I think that that's kind of the the underlying discussion is do we save this planet or do we save millions of lives that will be created after this planet dies um and so that was kind of interesting because Um, celestials are important to the universe but at the same time it would destroy earth and in order for the celestial to be born to emerge like life has to thrive on a planet so the population has to grow and that's why the eternals are there to make sure that happens and initially 
the deviants were sent down to kill off like any kind of predators on any planet. So deviants were down and kill off any natural predators so that life can thrive. But then the deviants turned. And so that's when they started creating the Eternals to go down and keep the deviants away and help mankind or any, uh, any kind of life on that particular planet to thrive enough to it gets to the point where the celestial can be born and boom, yep. planet dies. So I guess my question is, where do you guys fall on this uh, spectrum? Do you think that they should have saved Earth? I mean, obviously we're living on Earth, so obviously please save me. But if you biased. take yourself out of the situation, um, which do you think was the right path? Do you think that it is better to save one and sacrifice Menti or Menti, many, or say sacrifice one and save um, them? I know it depends. I mean, what timeline are we on? Are we is this like Tom Holland Earth, or are we talking about, you know? Andrew Garfield Earth, or <laughs> we're talking about emo Spider Man Earth. <laughs> emo Spider Man Earth can go. He he got. He's got to go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think you got to save Earth, man. There's too much good stuff here. We got right. all the goods. So I think that... Cersei just didn't want to kill her boyfriend. Is I think what the bigger yeah. problem was. Well, She's like, I like that guy. <laughs> that's essentially the divide, right? Is that. Mm-hmm. Ajak knew the purpose. She decided that, hey, this isn't a good thing. We actually should save Earth. And then Icarus didn't agree with that. So as it turns out, Icarus was the one that killed Ajak, which you find out. Yeah. And now Icarus wants the, the task to be carried out. He wants the celestial to be, to be born. And therefore, that's, you know, the galaxy can continue. But then they're at odds with each other because some of the Eternals want to save Earth. So they're kind of, it, it creates this, this conflict between them. Yes, so Icarus and Sprite leave because they don't agree. Kumail Nanjani's character... Kingo. Kingo leaves because he doesn't agree. Um, And then the other ones are all on the same page. The problem is that they need everyone to destroy or to put the Celestial to sleep. Um, It doesn't really work without everyone on board. And then we kind of end up at the last fight, main fight scene where they're trying to destroy the celestial before it can be born and have a birthday um, and destroy Earth. Um, I thought it was interesting and I didn't realize till after the movie kind of concluded that Kumail or that Kingo never showed up in that fight scene. And I don't know, I don't really have a good reason for that. And I was wondering if you guys had a good reason. Yeah. For that. I got it. Um, I got it. I got it. Well, basically, there was two sides of the the story, right? Do you either want to, like we already talked about, save the Earth, or do you agree that it needs to be destroyed and the emergence needs to happen? So Icarus and Sprite are on the side of, you know, this is going to happen, and if you get in our way, we will destroy you. We'll fight you. What what Kingo says is, like, he actually agrees with Icarus, but he's not going to hurt his friends over it essentially mm. so that he takes his, himself out of the fight yeah he says he even says like i i'm not gonna kill for my belie- beliefs so do you think that that was a cool storyline or would you have preferred to have him there would you have preferred him to show up last minute and fight for the good i think it's an interesting take because it, it it's not always black and white right one people want to take an extreme way this way and other people want to go extreme this way but this guy's like you know what i agree with this guy but hey you guys are my friends i'm not gonna like kill you over this so i think that was a cool middle road to kind of take i thought he's gonna come back in the end and kind of 
at a, the right time and help things along. But he's just like, no, I'm, I'm out. I'm not going to hurt do you, you guys. I'm do out. you think Kumail, Kumail Nanjani was burnt that he wasn't in that scene? <laughs> he's like, I'm not even in the last fight scene. What the hell, guys? I don't well, know. Yeah, I would have liked to see him there, but maybe he's going to be in the next Eternals or he has something else coming down in a Marvel film. But yeah, a little bit disappointing that that's what, what happened. But at the time... It's interesting. It is an interesting conversation. Different day. And it is interesting that how how often do you do you not see a main character in the main scene at the end? So um, it was interesting for the director to not include him just because of his beliefs. I think that, that was kind of a cool discussion point. Um, there were a lot of cool, you know, like um, conversations that were had, love stories that were developed, um, diversity and minority opinions that were um, kind of sewn throughout this film. So I just thought that was an interesting point. Yeah. And on that point of diversity too, we got to also touch on um, Fastos. Fastos? Fastos, Fastos. Yeah. First openly. Yeah. He gay. was a, a gay character. So, yeah. Get it. You know, Marvel's the Married diversity. with a kid gay yeah. too, not just like, oh, maybe they he was with the guy once. They're like, no, we're, we're showing it loud yeah. and proud. A lot yeah. of first time things happening in this movie, which I like give credit to Marvel for putting this in, whether that's popular or not. Like it is reality of our world. People are right. diverse. People are deaf. People are gay. Um, people are people are super fast. Yeah. There's different races, yeah. different sizes of people. So yeah, um, I like that. Part yeah, of yeah like I thought that that was it, interesting. It, it, it wasn't just like, uh, you know, a hint of uh, gay. It wasn't like, you know, we, everyone had to assume he was gay because, you know, oh, he looked at you see him look at that guy, and it was like this, you know, yeah. really drawn out thing. We're like, dude, he, he's the gay guy because he looked at a guy and gave him a wink or something. It was like, he's married. They're, they mm-hmm. got a, you know, it wasn't a nod to being gay or something. It was, it was obvious. It, it yeah. was obvious. And it was great. And it, it was cool. They didn't hide and it. And it was also not, and it was also not made to be a big deal. It was just like, this is his life. He has a kid and he's married. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh my God, let's announce that he's oh, gay. It wasn't it was overdone. Just, yeah. No, it was it perfect overdone. because mm-hmm. that is how it is. Like Brent said, that is how our world is now. There are, you know, all different kinds of families and they should all be represented on film so that when a little kid goes to a Marvel movie with two dads, he can be like, I see myself in this movie. And that's awesome. Um, representation yeah. is important. And I think that is a great thing that this director included. With yeah, him. I think that's great. And think about it. If this movie was made 20, 30 years ago, it's probably all the Eternals are probably white. White. And, and men. Men. And straight. And so, I don't know, it's just kind of a sign of the times where we're at with with film and, and people. How far we've come. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. So Still waiting yeah. on that Mexican superhero, but we'll, we'll see. His name is Any- Coco. His name is Coco. Well, actually, his name is Miguel. The movie was Miguel. Mama Coco. <laughs> Yeah, any day now, any those day now, we'll two, have... those are my two top priorities: the, Does... the Mexican superhero and how would that? Hey, Miles Morales is half Mexican or half Hispanic, half black. That kind of counts. Mm, we don't want half. We want full Mexican. representation. He's, he's Hispanic. Hispanic. He's like, hey, he's like, like Puerto Rican, Rican or Puerto yeah. Rican or something. Um, does Nacho Libre count as a Mexican superhero? If he comes into yes. the multiverse and jumps through that hole towards Spider-Man, it counts. Maybe he's part of the Sinister Six. 
He's like, hey, you guys, I am here. This and is not squeeze. <laughs> Get that cord out of my face. Gosh, can we do a, a Nacho Libre uh, episode? Absolutely. Um, right after Hard the Duck. Okay. So, so everything to- happens that we expect to happen, right? They defeat the celestial, or they don't, they stop the celestial from being born. Basically, they all mm-hmm. use their powers together. Um, the main thing that happens is Cersei develops even stronger powers where she's able to control sentient beings, which is how she's able to get the celestial to turn into a big iceberg, essentially. Um, a problem I had with that scene is that I was like, if a big old alien's coming out of the ocean, that's going to cause some kind of tsunami somewhere in the world. <laughs> like, yeah. that, I think it was that's got to cause something happening somewhere else, but I guess we'll just ignore that. Um, my natural disasters teacher from college would probably be shaking his head at that scene, but whatever. Um, yeah, I don't during, know. During that that last climactic scene where they're over, they're like battling against Icarus and she's trying to stop the celestial from emerging, we do see one deviant come back, kind of the the main one that had absorbed oh, some yeah, powers. I forgot. I thought about it was that. weird that like there were other there was like a half dozen deviants in the movie, but only one of them comes back in the end. I thought it was unnecessary. I don't think that they needed to. I don't think that him being able to talk and like uh, yeah. evolve. He kind of evolved. Then, it wasn't then, necessary to the plot line. And then Thena kills him uh, ultimately. But why were the other deviants? Uh, question for that. And he he kind of was talking about like, I don't know, like how they weren't bad guys. Did you guys kind of get that? Like, they had some kind of purpose. So I don't know. There was kind of, I don't know what the purpose was of that scene, but he was talking as if, hey, we're not I all that I think he bad. was trying to, I think he was trying to relate to the Eternals and kind of being like, we're kind of one in the same. We were both yeah. created for this he was saying reason something. and that we should be, you know, band together. I don't know. It was a little messy. I don't think that we needed it. I think the deviants could have just been a uh, throwaway character and that kind of muddled the plot a little bit. Yeah. Take away. But he got killed. Angela and Jolie got like, killed. Chop you in a piece. See you later. So that's what happens. Um, any any big um, thing that I'm missing? Um, that's about it. The emergence is stopped. The the Lego, the giant Lego is just sitting there in the ocean, frozen like a big block of ice. Which gives me a really uh, kind of flashbacks of Moana. Moana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tefiti. Tefiti. Yeah. I, 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 was, I was actually thinking, I was waiting for it to kind of turn green and have grass grow on it. Like, <laughs> it you know, know who mm-hmm. you are. <laughs> and that's kind of the, mostly the end. There is a, another scene where I guess Cersei and uh, Kit Harrington are kind of back in London or wherever they're at. And they're talking about what happened. And then Kit Harrington. Such a lame, such a lame scene. Celestial. They... Well, no, Kit Harrington was like. He's about to like tell her something. I have a big secret. And it was just like, okay, too. bro. Okay, bro. Like it was just like, kind of a little bit cheesy and afterthought. Like, I have almost. a long have family you ever, have you ever history. Seen Game of yeah, I'm a Stark. <laughs> <laughs> he's about um, to tell her something and then a celestial the one the kind of the main one i forget the one the, the name of that celestial that they're the, the red celestial appears and kidnaps cersei and a couple others and just vanishes and then kit harrington's like and that's oh. where the movie ends so i guess the and i, I guess it makes sense because well, the whole time this was happening i was like it doesn't seem like a smart idea to 
go against these giant beings. But I guess in the end, they say that, doesn't he say something like, we'll see if your plan or they're they're your responsibility or something now or something like that? Because there has to be some explanation to why the celestial wouldn't just be like, boop, dead, you know? So, yeah. He just takes them. He takes three of them, right? Cersei and two others. Yeah. Yeah. So then you have so, a few few other um, Eternals that are still there and they're in the, in the ship in the end. You have Druig. Is it Druig, Makari, and... Athena. Athena. And they're yeah, gonna go they're going to go find them. They're going trying to go... No, no. They had already left the Earth because they were trying to find maybe... I don't remember. They're trying to find other people like them or other planets like yeah. them. No? Once again, we saw this movie just one time. Uh, <laughs> so, they're on a they're know. on a ship. All I know is they're, they're on, on the ship. ship, the cool ship. I do want to say though, Druig, the the actor, he did actually a pretty good job. Um, uh huh. I never really seen him before. No, I think he had a small role. Isn't he McLovin? No, McLovin. <laughs> Barry Cogan. Does that look Kogan? like him? Is that different? Is that a different guy? I really liked his accent. Yeah, he was good. Um, he was in Dunkirk, that movie. Um, I've seen that, one. but I don't remember him. But he did yeah. a great job. Yeah, yeah. I thought Surprisingly, he... Surprisingly, um, he was good. I always like when there's like an unknown actor that kind of surprises you in a film because sometimes you expect people to do well, but then like these unknown guys that kind of show up and and um, surprise you are always fun to watch. And I think he was one of those guys in this film. So um, again, I think that the cast was, was great. I wouldn't have made any changes to the cast Um I thought it, it's it's confusing to me as to why I didn't love it because it's not a terrible film, but it's just different. There are something there's something wrong with it's it. It's not your <laughs> your typical Marvel superhero it definitely movie. Wasn't your typical, but I was entertained. But I kind of are like you it, not I entertained? I was entertained. It's kind of like I was when entertained I saw, too. Kai, I remember when I saw um, the Last Jedi, and you're like, "Did you like it?" And I said, "I liked it because I didn't like it." <laughs> <laughs> Like, I remember it makes, that. That makes no sense. I'm like, like well, I know, but like, I, didn't, I didn't like it, but I liked it because I didn't like it. I liked so, that I didn't like this it. This <laughs> is kind of on the, on the same lines a little bit. It's not like I didn't like it, but I liked how it was different. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just I really like enjoyed a, the characters. An Iron I mean, Man movie. You know? I think that the plot, yeah. I could have, the plot could have been anything. I think that the, the main point that you're supposed to pay attention to was the chemistry with these characters. And that's the thing that you're going to remember from this film. And that's the thing that they're going to use moving forward. Yeah, um, and, there's, and there's some stuff moving forward as we get into the, the credit scenes. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you break those down for us, the mid credit and the post credit? Yeah. So, you know, the mid credit scene is, you know, we see Thena, Makari, and Druig, who they're on the ship, right? Or they're, is that a ship? What do we call that? It has a name like Domo or some kind of the big name. square, thing. <laughs> big big triangle ship, big yeah. Dorito ship. And yeah. then uh, Dorito chip. You know, the little the little guy from Harry Potter walks in. Um, hey, stop it right there! You oh, stop. A, you watch I your mouth. It was a Lucky Charm guy. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Continue, continue. Dobby. <laughs> yeah, Dobby, Dobby comes in. It's like, oh, here comes blah blah blah. So it's like kind he's of he's, all, like he's his, all drunk. He's like his, uh, you know. Sire. His hype, his hype yeah. guy. His hype guy. Yeah. Yep. By the way, the CGI wasn't the greatest on that guy. I don't know. No, it wasn't. Ran out of money, but the CGI. They're like, shit, we got in. <laughs> it's, a post, it's a post-credit scene. I mean, it's posted a credit scene. Get half the budget. And then um, we walks in is, uh, what's his name? Eros? Um, it doesn't Eros. matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, Harry Styles. Harry, Harry 
mm-hmm. motherfucking styles is in this film and i yeah. was stoked that man mm-hmm. is amazing and he is the brother of thanos so yeah um i guess the guy's name who came in there was pip the troll but i'm damn near think it's uh what's his name it's from here dobby dobby the house did you guys like the fact that he was thanos's brother did that catch you off guard or what are your thoughts I actually I knew I had heard I had heard that he was going to be in this film, so it wasn't much of a surprise to me. But you know, I was still excited seen, though, to see it. One thing we've seen in in the MCU and in movies in general is that you know sometimes there's one evil evil brother, one good brother, and they, you know they're not always the same family. I mean, they're the same family, but they all aren't on the same uh, wavelength and and no. thought process. Yeah. And, so, so essentially, Thanos is an eternal, right? Yeah. That you gather like that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I did a little I bit of post really research that. on that. So, you know, Eternals were sent to different planets. So one of the planets they went to was Titan. So the group of Eternals on this planet were called Titans or Eternal Titans or whatever. So I think Thanos was the offspring of a couple of Eternals from Titan. Um, and he looks different because he has what they call a deviant gene in him. So that's why he's kind of doesn't did look his normal. Mom, like. Did his mom bone a deviant? No, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like a like a mutation. It's kind of, I don't know. Just like when you're born with some kind of, down, not Down syndrome, but you know. Oh my God. You don't look the same. You look a little yeah. different. So yeah. that's what I read. So how much would it suck if you, bro. how much would it suck if you look like Thanos and your brother looked like Harry Styles? Yeah. Like really? <laughs> I mean, I feel Harry like Styles, I got freaking balls on my chin. Thanos. That would make you want to kill half the universe. <laughs> turns out turns hey out. yeah yeah he was justified in doing that i don't know he's Brent, like have you seen my brother right how does it make you feel well i don't got a you know nutsack chin but you know if i was that, if i was thanos i guess having you know half the world or half the population disintegrated i don't look as bad right I think he was more alluding to the fact that he's the hot brother and you're the ugly one. I didn't say that. I don't think so, but that was Shay's You did say that, in fact. You, in fact, did say that. (laughs) I don't don't think so. I think you guys are both beautiful in the lid. God doesn't make no mistakes. Hey, if I got the Infinity Gauntlet, you can go F off. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care what I look like. One of my Um, favorite scenes, though, from kind of a side note, favorite scenes from Infinity War is when Peter Quill's like about to shoot Thanos and he starts calling him all these names. He calls him Grimace, which is a reference to <laughs> McDonald's. He looks exactly guy. like Grimace. <laughs> yeah, and he said, I'm going to shoot that nutsack off a chin off your face. And I don't know. It was funny. But yeah, um, so Thanos has ties to the Eternals, which we might get more of information yeah. of. I don't know how. Eros I don't comes know. and says, I can help. I'm here I don't to help. know. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about Harry Styles acting, but I do know that I'll watch that man on anything. So. I'm excited for him to be in the Marvel universe. We'll see what comes from it. But guess what? Guess what? There's another one. There's guess a what? We didn't post get one credit scene. scene. We got a another one. Post credit scene as post well. Post credit. Post credit. With a, a with a post credit credit for surprise. This and then this one. Yes. This one had some surprises in it. Jon Snow comes back. Jon hey guys, Snow comes back. hey guys. I that didn't is. I didn't see this? So you guys are. <laughs> I didn't stay for oh. that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. You didn't look it up on YouTube. No, I didn't know there was a second one. My bad. Okay. Um, yeah, so Dane Whitman 
comes up and you know he's the one he's got all these secrets hey i got secrets too blah yeah. blah blah you don't know you think you're family. the only one yeah, you only know i got family problems too blah 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 yeah so he goes and opens this big case that has a sword on it uh it's an ebony blade it turns out turns out um, Mm-hmm. And it's got like stuff on it. It's kind of weird. Yeah. He's about he's about to like to pick it up or pick it grab up. It. And someone says, "Are you sure you want to do that?" Or something like that. What's he say? Yeah, uh, no, it's not, you, you're pretty much you're close enough. He's like, "Are you sure you want to get into that? Are you sure you want to do that?" It's some yeah. voice off camera. You don't see who it is, but you know who it is. Well, there's you rumors the about who it is. It's not who is it? Tell me. It's a rumor about who it is. <laughs> it's not rumor. I didn't it's see his it. voice. It's it's a very noticeable voice. It's not somebody confirmed. Tell me. It's a rumor. Oh my god! Somebody tell me. Did Kevin Feige <laughs> say it was this person? Who was it? Go ahead. Go ahead, Shay. It is Mar. What's his name? Maharshalia Ali. Maharshala. Maharshala. Goodness, guys. Rumor has it it is Maharshala Ali as Blade talking to this guy. And it, you know his voice is pretty. I'd have to hear it again because I heard that rumor. You know, after I saw it, if I saw if I heard it again, maybe I'd be able to confirm. I was, that. And, and I, somebody else who saw, it, I was like, hundred percent. That's all I thought about. His voice is so unique. I know. I know it's him. So yeah, so, it's it's him. Obviously pulling Blade and now to the to the MCU and hey, a lot of things yeah. coming. And how Blade relates to this Dane, <laughs> Dane Whitman guy, I don't know. I didn't really research that, but hey. All right. We like we'll Blade. see. I don't really know I mean, much listen, about Blade. Just throwing another award-winning amazing actor into the MCU. Totally. Sold. Sold. So Sold. that is Take the my money. Eternals, Eternals or just Eternals. Or, All right, let's get into MVPs. Yes, let's get into it. Let's wrap it up here, folks. Wrap it up. Should I, get... uh, should I go first? Go first. Shay, Shay, uh, question. Who was your MVP for Eternals? Uh, question. I mean, I didn't think there's any question of who the MVP is here. I mean, there's only one person who is in so many of the fight scenes. Um, just there, you know, making a difference. Uh, and it's for sure, I think it's uh, Kuran, Karun, the camera guy. The camera what? guy that works for Kingo. Yeah, works for oh Kingo. My the, God. the guy is in every scene. He's hilarious. He might have been overused a little bit, but he was funny. And, and oh, in the fight scenes, it's like, did, did you get that? And he's he's in the middle of all his major fight scenes. And guess what? Yeah, he he's killed safe. it. He yeah. killed it. He was very polite. It. He's very MVP. polite. Yeah, MVP. he's well deserved. Well deserved. Whatever his name was, it's well deserved. Yep. God, I forgot about that whole plot point. Whoops. He's so funny. Um, Brynn, do you want me to go or would you like to Yeah, go? I'm still thinking about mine. So why don't you go? Um, I'm gonna say my boy Kumail, mostly because I finally learned how to pronounce his name. So Kingo. I have to keep to keep saying it yeah. <laughs> or else I'll forget it. Um, but good. I mean, come on, he stole the show. He yeah. He did excellent. He got real ripped. I think it's funny though because like Don Lee was like not ripped at all. So I'm like, how come some guys have to get ripped and some don't? You know, it's a good excuse to get ripped. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a superhero like totally. Yeah. Anyway, if only I could get cast in a movie, then I'll get ripped. That's what I'm waiting for. You get paid to get ripped. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Kumail Congo. I loved him. 
want to see more of him. Can't wait to see more oh, yeah. of him. Oh, Keep it up. And you gotta, you gotta like a guy you know? that says, you, you gotta like a guy that says, you know what? I believe this, but I'm not gonna kill you over it. Yeah. Hey, thank you for not Peace killing me love. with your beliefs. That's really Peace nice. Peace and love. Let's all get along. Hell guys. for love. Hell for love. Man, who am I gonna go with? Um, I think the unexpected MVP, but not my official MVP, is Druig. Um, you know, good job, Druig. Good job, Druig. He was great a great explanation actor. there. Great Thank you. I know. That was, that was, good job. That was really deep. Well, he's not my official MVP, but my MVP MVP is none other than Richard Madden. I mean, not often you have Superman in an MCU movie. So that is unique. How cool is that? And he kind of looks a little Supermanish. He too. does look like Superman. Very you know? It kind of distracted me in a bad way. I didn't really love it, but yeah, sure. Yeah, he had. I mean, it makes you wonder too. Like, if your power was just flying and strength and just shooting things out of your eyes, can you can you can he still see while those things are coming out of his eyes? Yeah, he's Probably. An eternal. Obviously, he's an eternal. Eternal. But okay, that was my MVP. Sorry, Drake. I, I don't have a, a breakdown for you, but good okay. job. <laughs> I just worked your honorable mention, so you don't get a full breakdown. Sorry. Alrighty then. What would you rate it out of ten? Uh, uh, me, I'd go seven. Solid seven. I, it was still. I was very entertained. It wasn't great, but it was funny. Like it was cool. Like the characters. Seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to seven. agree with you, Shay. It was a solid seven honorable you know can't you know one needs to no one ever see you know what they say about college c's get degrees so seven out of ten ain't bad yeah you know people go to college for seven years mm-hmm. yeah they're, they're called, called doctors, doctors. <laughs> all right what am i gonna do one dollar bob one dollar bob one dollar bob <laughs> oh my lanta oh my lanta yeah i'll give it a seven is that lame oh, wow like sevens no, seven. it's a first. It's a first that we have all agreed what yeah. the movie should get. Triple lucky, sevens. Lucky number sevens. Yeah. That's, Look that's at lucky. us agreeing about something. I was going to say 7.1, but I don't want to be that guy. Lame. So, no. Again. Yeah. All right, guys. Now it's my turn. What do you guys think the Rotten Tomato rating was for Chloe Zhao's Eternals? I feel like I got to go low because everyone keeps talking about how low he is. Keep saying yeah. it's low. So it was really hard for me not to look. Okay. It was really hard for me not to look. Is that your final answer? Sure. Stay go 75. Okay. All right. I was Hi. really stressed out about this because whenever I go see a movie in theaters, I always look at the Rotten Tomato movie or rating before I go see it. So for you not yeah. to allow this, I don't know. It's like a, like a tradition. Like I have like to tick, see what it's like getting. Tick. Yeah. It's like a tick um so i was stressed out that i couldn't and i also with how much news there was circling about how low of a rating it was getting i was like well i want to see what it is um but i never looked i'm not a cheater like Bryn. um i think though it might be 62 percent on rotten tomatoes so we have 75 and 62 final answers final answer Actual retail price is 47% on the tomato Whoa. meter. Whoa, no way. Yeah, right. If it if there's any Damn. consolation, the audience score, which I don't think really that matters, is 80%. But tomato meter, 47%. Isn't that super low for this movie? They I mean, did them dirty. They did now dirty. I'm guessing the critics just are hating on the diversity. Come on. They hate they hate Asians, they hate gay people, they hate mm-hmm. deaf people. 
that's what white, it is. A bunch of white dudes, yeah, old white nervous. dudes hating on the movie. And that's I could wild. See, I could see maybe like you know people think it was long, but as I said before, it didn't feel long. And I feel like in the times where it wasn't a lot of action going on, you got like character development. Spider Man Three was like four hours long. Don't tell me this was long. And yeah. it got higher than this movie. It did. How did that get higher than this movie? That's How's that crime. possible? That's a, that's a, that's a, that's that's think about crime. it. When you have, you have this many characters and you actually kind of care about pull each one. Yeah. You pull it off. Like you don't feel like they were thrown away or wasted. And that's that's hard to do, in my opinion. That's so, wild. 40, 47? 47%. And I'll go wow. just a couple um, quotes from some critics. Quote, clearly we're supposed to leave the cinema field with an urgent sense of anticipation, but all I felt was a relief that I had the two and a half hour running time had finally come to an end as a top critic. Wow, that's harsh. Damn, bro. A harsh, Gretch. Um, another one. For all the effort that has gone into ensuring representation in the casting, the storytelling with its forced flashbacks and synthetic sentiment lets the whole thing down. Wow. This is one of the more forgettable MCU movies, despite the direction of Oscar winner Chloe Zhao. Damn. I mean, I understand what they're saying, and and it you hold it up against the other movie that just came out, which was um Shang-Chi. It's not nearly as good, right? It's just a different movie, though. It's a different type of movie, but I mean it's just not it, it didn't it doesn't hold a flame to it so when you're comparing it to other marvel films it's just not as good but i don't know if it's that bad like good lord 47 no. percent. they did it they that? did him who dirty wrote that? who wrote that fuck that guy <laughs> the last one i read okay I so I, I really don't care i'm not gonna know who they are. okay yeah <laughs> yeah interesting it's, it's it's a shame it got this low i think it still made a pretty good money at the box office but I didn't think it was that bad at all, but I, I think, you know, it's a, it's a different movie. And like I said before, they, the things they pulled off with all these characters, making them different, making you care about each one and having the character development, it takes time in a movie. So you can't do that in just an hour and a half. And so, yeah, it wasn't that bad at all. What the heck, mm-hmm. what the heck y'all? That, I'll watch yeah. these I'd watch it again. When it comes back, I'm just plus I'm going to watch Absolutely. it Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Screw those guys. So critics F you. F you yeah. critics, F-U, Marvel man. haters. Yeah, why are you hating on people that are deaf and you know that's rough. Gay. And that's not right. It's yeah. not right. Not cool. Anyways, so, yeah, that All is right. the Eternals, guys. So exciting to with you. What are we getting into next? So now, now in the long in the home stretch, uh, you know, right before Spider-Man No Way Home. And we uh-huh. have a few more Spider-Man, Spidey Spider-Man, movies, Spider Man, Spidey Spidey. Spidey, the Spidey movies to do. Yeah. Um, we got to get into Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. Amazing. Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spider-Man one and two. Yes, we'll get into that. Uh, ideally, we'll do um, what's what, what's the cartoon? Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse. Uh, yes, so good. Wait, when you haven't seen that? I've seen I've, it. I've seen it. Oh, I thought, there was, I thought one of you guys it, never did see it. Who are you talking so, to? Who are you talking so to, bro? Yeah. Um, but we're running short on time, and we got a lot to fit in before Spider-Man No Way Home. So yeah, we might we're... have to combine the two Amazing Spider-Man movies. We'll see. Hopefully, you know, there's no none of our kids go to the hospital. None of us uh, get sick again. Well, and, you there's know, only three. Like we got three of those 
before uh, in a month. So we should be able to do that. And we're not we going to do ha- Spider-Man like right before, right? you know, the same. Yeah, we also got to do Spider-Man Hawkeye. Homecoming, Spider-Man. Oh, shit. Home. Yeah, we got we got. Some I stuff forgot about those. I don't think we're going to be able to do all the new ones. I think we can do it. We can do it. Our fans demand it of us, right? Our listeners want it. True. That's okay. true. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we are all parents, so things happen, but we will try to bring it to our listeners. Yes. We our very best. Some, we may have to do some minis. Yeah. Sorry, I hope guys. we don't. I hope we don't do it, and then they're not in the movie. That really pissed me off. <laughs> All this hard work wasted. <laughs> they're in the movies. They're in the movies. All right, the everybody. Movie. This is the, min- the mini about our last trailer review. That's right. And uh, find us on Twitter, the, the Gram, Facebook. Um, we are out there. All right. Thank you, Check everybody. Us out. We love, love you, two thousand. Bye.